Welcome to Box to Box Football. Welcome to Box to Box Football, the review of the Premier League Week Three, and uh, we don't have the five five uh, people here. And it's, it's just me and Kyle tonight, so we're going to be uh, okay. Be able to get our point in, I guess, tonight. Right? <laughs> two man, two two man crew. But I, I'll tell you what, we still have a lot to talk about, Sean, because yes. what a match match day uh, three it was in in the Premier League. A lot of crazy games, crazy results. Uh, you know, all over the place. So, um, you know, certainly looking forward to it. Make sure you, you follow us box to box football, um, you know, wherever you get your, your podcast off, give us likes, give us comments, uh, you know, all that stuff. Um, so without further ado, uh, let's, let's get into it, Sean, because it was a, it was a heck of a week of games. We'll, we'll start at old Trafford with Manchester United three, Nottingham forest two. Uh, could not have got off to a worse start for United. Uh, I would scores in the second minute. Uh, to give Forrest the lead, his seventh straight game in the Premier League with a goal dating back to last year. Uh, and then Willie Bully doubles the lead inside of five minutes with a header. I would say a header, but I'm not sure it was a header as much as the ball hit him in the head and it yeah. happened to go in the goal. Um, but then United found itself 2-0 down after four minutes. But then uh, the comeback began. They, they Christian Eriksen pulled a goal back in the 17th minute. Uh, Casemiro tied it 52nd minute after a well-worked free kick routine. Uh, Forrest gets a man set off and then Bruno Fernandez from the spot in the 76th minute, uh, to cap the comeback. But boy, Sean, what, what were the range of emotions like for, from a United perspective? It's, you know, when you go down, like, like when, I've watched enough Manchester United games where, you know, w- when you give up a goal early and you're, you know, you're, you know, the game's going and then all of us in the, the 30th minute, all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, you got that. It, it, it's not that. Then it's 2 nothing. It's almost like, man, we're just, we're just not on it uh, today. But, uh, like, when you just give up two goals in the first four minutes, it's almost just like, what the hell's, what, what the hell's going on first? Um, and then you're just like, there's a lot of time left. Like there's 80. Well, now, I mean, with the, the, the way they do the extra time, you know, there, there, there's a hundred minutes. Like you, you're just like, you know what? Well, we have time to get back into it. And you just have to like, it just happens sometimes. I mean, the first goal was super kind of fluky. Uh, you know, it was from a, from a corner. From their um, own corner. Yep. From their own corner. And the ball got, you know, people are killing uh, Erwan Bissaka. But you, if you look at the replay, the he, he lost the he, he had his hand up like this. He lost the ball either in the sun or the lights. So that's the first thing that happened. And he's like, you know, so he couldn't find it. He gets beat on the challenge. Then Rashford gets beat, and then all of a sudden the guy's breaking away. Onana slips. It's just a disaster. It happens. You get sometimes it happens. You get beat. The second goal is atrocious. You can't give that goal away. There's just a marking. But. You know, when you go down 2-0, it's almost just like, you're just like laughing. Like, I mean, you know, I'm on Twitter and you're just like, you're just like, everybody's like laughing. Like, Like, it's just, what can you do? When you get the goal back, though, you know, you you, you have to get a goal back sometime quickly. You know, it doesn't have to be right away. But, you know, the fact that they got the ball back or the goal back in the um, the 17th minute, I think that was big. And, you know. Just at two one, I think at that point now you're like you're gonna get something from the game. I haven't lost at home, and you know now thirty one games. Um, 
they when they make it 2-2 that early in the second half, I'm pretty confident they're going to win. The red card, you know, people are kind of talking about the red card and the same as the, the, the Van Dyke one. And I'm like, if if he doesn't take the guy out there, Fernandez gets a shot on target. I understand there's there's another defender over here, but that's it's not really the rule. The last and, man. And it's, it's denial of a goal scoring opportunity. Did he deny F- Fernandez from getting a goal scoring opportunity? Hundred percent. Same with Van Dyke. Hundred percent. Right. And so, that's kind of that's kind of the, the way they've changed the rule in the last couple of years too. Where if that's outside the box, that's a red card. Where if it's yeah. inside the box, it's a penalty and a yellow card. Uh, yeah. You know, because they don't want to give the they don't want to give the double whammy there of a penalty yeah. and, and going down a man. And it's and it's almost like and I know we'll we'll get to it in the in the Newcastle Liverpool game, but depending on the game situation, sometimes I would almost rather have the penalty against me and the yellow card than going down a man. Now, in that situation, I don't know, Forrest, you're two two in the second half, you know. But um, look, and here's the thing though: United was always going to come back into that game, right? You're playing you're playing Forrest. Yeah. You're at home. They, you saw how they played against Arsenal. They were going to sit in behind the ball. Uh, so, so you were going to build pressure. You were going to have chances. And when you have to defend, defend, defend for so long, and you're in, you know, so deep in your own half, you know, one one lapse in concentration, right now, boom, you've got a guy sent off red card. You're down to ten, and United is already all over you. Kind of give away a, a, a silly penalty there. Fernandez knocks it in from the spot. It's three two now. Now Forrest, to their credit, actually I thought played better once they went down a man. They pumped some balls into the United box. Yeah. Um, we're able to create some chances. United hangs on, but I just wonder too. We, we've hit on it before where Manchester United has started slow in the past. Uh, you, you know, you think about last season where they lost the first two games. You know, this year they weren't convincing against Wolves in the opener. They lost at Spurs in the in the second game. Uh, again, they fall behind 2-0 in five minutes here, but they come back and win the game. Sean, is this is this something that is like can, can spark dude, them, get them dude, going? It's huge. Look, first of all, you you got the Champions League draw. They're they're in the draw. They're going to get their opponents on Thursday. That's always big. But that's a, those kind of wins, it, and we'll talk about it later with Liverpool-Newcastle. Those kind of wins, the way that they do it, you know, coming back from 2-0 down, um, you know, and, and fighting back. It, it doesn't matter who it's against. Um, the fact that you come back from 2-0 down after four minutes and win the game, I mean, it, it, you score three goals. They've been struggling to score goals. I mean, that's really – that was it big. Yeah, I, I, look, I mean, they have Arsenal this weekend, so, you know, it's only as good as whatever. But, like, I, I just think those kind of games are really important to win. And, and uh, they're fun. You know, they're – look – I, I will say all the time, and I, as a coach, and like it's my mind, I would rather win a three-two or four-three game any day over like some nail-biting one-nil. I, I just they're more the way that that game played out for me is more satisfying than, than the some, Wolves game, like like the, the Wolves game in the opener, right? Yeah, Wolves. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean. The Wolves game was a little bit of a smash and grab too, but like the way this played out, it's it's more satisfying to me because they fought back. I mean, they had all the backs against the wall. They had a terrible week. They got all this stuff going on at the club. They do other stuff, and they fought back and they won the game. And and that's there's nothing more you could ask. I mean, you can't do anything more from that spot than do what they did. So, you know, it gives them some. I think it gives them some confidence. I mean, now 
you know, man, if you can go down to, to the Emirates and get any kind of result going into this international break, when they're going to start getting some players back and, you know, Hoyland and, and obviously, you know, hopefully make some signings and stuff. I, I think it's big. Transfer window, a- any signings you would like to see them make here? It's, we're, we're getting close to the end of the, uh, the window. Yeah. Uh, Mbappe. And, uh, <laughs> well, look, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're being linked with some left backs because now Luke Shaw is going to be out for a while. Um, you know, maybe the tide is turning a little bit with him. I know, you know, he's pretty good, but you know, he can't, you can't be injured all the time. Um, you know, there's, they've been linked with some – they linked with the Roma guy today. Um, they've been linked with players. Uh, obviously, you know, there's some midfielders coming in, I'm sure. Amrabat looks like – I don't know. I mean, today they said maybe he's not going to come to United. Uh, I, I think Graven Birch from, from Bayern Munich is going to come because, A, he's an Ajax player, but, B, um, you know, they want McTominay, so maybe that's a kind of a deal where they both go – other ways, um, you know, I, I think they need, you know, another midfielder or two. Um, I mean, it would be great to get an attacker, um, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I I never know, like, going into this last week. I mean, it's it's just – it's been such a mess for, like, three weeks since they made these early signings. So, I, I think it's going to finish with a flurry here. Uh, Harry Maguire, staying or going? Does no, it matter at this point? No, I think he's going to go. I mean, the only thing with him is, you know, he, he should have left, you know, if he could have left two weeks ago, maybe we'd, we could have found that, you know, someone for cover because if he goes, I mean, look, if he goes and McTominay goes and, you know, Vanderbeek goes and Dean Henderson went today, you know, that's, a, you know, 80 million, whatever, 90, whatever it is, you, you got to go and you, you, you have to spend that. You have to go get, uh you know, uh, some center back. You have to get, um you know, you have to get, uh, midfielder, you have to get maybe some kind of attacking player, but uh, I, you know, they're gonna get some loans and stuff like this. But, um, that he's got to go. I mean, just what are you doing? Like, you're just sitting there waiting in case somebody gets injured to play because he's 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 down the pegging order now at this point. I have to imagine that that endangers his England spot as well if he's not playing regularly for Manchester United. Yeah, you, you can't, you can't be not playing these games. I mean, you know, obviously I know Southgate loves them, but you know, if you're, if you're not playing for, you know, a year here sitting, and you you don't want to leave because they don't want to give you a bonus. Like that's why this is what this is all about. I mean, he's sitting there waiting for a train. Like, look, man, I mean, you know, I understand you're due one, but like, just take 6 million and go. Like if it's not, if it's, you're making all this crazy money anyway, but, um, I, I, the other thing too, is I, I thought Matt Turner was terrible in that game. I, he was really uh, in the game. I mean, he made, a, he made a great, he made, he made a great save. He made on, a really on good save on Anthony. Anthony. The first goal I thought he could have caught. There was a, in the, the, the corner, if you want the corner that led to the first goal for 9am forest, like it, it like, yeah, he actually dropped it. He actually dropped it yeah, and they tried, ended up scoring, yeah, but they ended up worked out because they scored. Yeah, from was a ner- I don't know if he was nervous. He started that way against Arsenal too. He was like a little bit nervy and then he grew into the game. Uh, it, it sometimes it's like, sometimes I think I want to see him come out and control his box a little bit more. Uh, but sometimes that, you, you know, it's hard to tell though, when you're watching on TV, um, yeah. you know, the, the flight of the ball, the spin on the ball, 
whether whether they've t- worked in training about having your defenders deal with it. Um, I think so, he'll be, yeah, no, I would say he's probably going to be much better in April. Like if he gets a whole season of playing, like if he's the yeah. starter for the whole season, 35, 36 games, you know, he'll probably be much better. And, you know, if he knows he's going to be the starter there, you know, going Yeah, I forward. think they've been linked. Like they were linked with Dean Henderson. He went to Palace. Right. So uh, they, they were linked with a, with a Greek goalkeeper. Um, so they're looking for a little bit of depth at that position. But I, I, I think right now he's – I, I think right now he's their guy. I mean, he made a big save in that Sheffield United game uh, yeah. that kept them at 1-1 where they went up. And they, just remember, he, he only played seven times for Arsenal last year. Uh, and they were all in, yeah. in the Europa League uh, or the or the Carabao Cup. Um, but I, I do think he's a Premier League level goalkeeper. Uh, but I yeah, I thought he looked a little nervy uh, early on. Uh, uh, same way against Arsenal, and then he settled into the game. Um you know, he's a guy who I think is is going to adjust, and I think he's going to be okay. Obviously, from a, a U.S. national team perspective, you want yeah. him getting regular games. Like he is your number one guy. Like you don't like right now for for in the U for the U.S. team, which has always had good goalkeepers. Um, you know, he is he is the guy right now, and uh, it, it's his it's his job. He's won that job, so um, you know, hopefully, uh, he's able to kind of maybe shake off some of those nerves um, and, and settle in. Um, well, speaking of settling into a spot they're very used to. Uh, across town on the blue half of Manchester uh, City is two points clear at the pre- top of the Premier League. I'm not going to declare the Premier League race over after week three, Sean, but City 2-1 over Sheffield United. Uh, Erling Holland, he missed a penalty uh, earlier in the game, does get his goal on a header in the 63rd minute. Uh, Sheffield United actually equalized in the in the 85th through Jaden Bogle, uh, but that lasted all of three minutes before Rodri smashed one into the tap corner uh, after some nice work. From, yeah, after some nice work from Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker at fault uh, for the for the for the equalizing goal with a, I, I would say a, a back heel he didn't need to to make. Uh, he was mad at himself, uh, but he picked himself up. A great hustle play to keep that ball alive and, and then set up Rodri. Um, but this is the kind of game, and I think we'll, we'll see it when we get to our next game. Talk about our next game. The difference between Man City and Arsenal was Man City found a way to win this game when it wasn't at its best, on the road, uh, had a little bit going against it. Um, like I said, title race, not declaring it over. City, there's a bunch of games left, but two points clear already. Uh, Sean, thoughts on on City here? Yeah, look, I mean, they have these games sometimes where they don't play well. I've, I've I just remember – where was I? I was in, I, I feel like, so I was in my garage a couple years ago. They were playing the FA Cup game against like the fourth division team or whatever, League Two team. And there, it was like, same thing. I, I think they were even like losing. It was either no, no, they're losing one nil. And you're just like, what the hell's going on? They just have these games. And all of a sudden they, they scored three goals in like five minutes. Um, They just like, they find these ways to win games that other teams – Manchester United used to do all the time. When they were winning titles, I mean, they just used to find ways to win games all the time. Um, that's, I think, was the difference, like you said, between them and Arsenal. It's the difference between them and Newcastle at this point. Um, you know, the teams that kind of finished below them last year. Uh, Rodri's – that goal was ridiculous. Um, they're just really good – I. You know, I, I think it could have been a it could have been a letdown game because Pep's out for a while. 
Uh, you know, he's out for a month. I, I understand he doesn't do anything, but, you know, he's still, you know, he, he does do, he's the kind of guy. He's that still can, there. Like, he's not yeah. physically there right now. He controls the game. So, you know, I think that was pretty, you know, I, I think it was a pretty good win con- considering, you know, the way the game happened. That uh, You know, um, I was watching the other game at the time, and I flipped over to that. Um, just just in time to see Sheffield United score and then City score. So, um, you know, I, I was, um, you know, it's impressive. But you know, look, uh, you, you got to give a lot of credit to Sheffield United. Nobody thought they were going to be have a chance in that game. They got uh, outshot thirty to six. Manchester City outshot them thirty to six in the game. I mean, it just shows you too. Like, I mean, Holland. I know he scores a lot of goals, but there's a lot of games where he just doesn't. And look, he missed a penalty and he found he did score, but like you know, he gets a lot of chances and he doesn't always. He's a high volume kind of guy. Um, and there's these games when he'll score three or four. Um, but you know, if he's not scoring, I don't know. You know this team is in a little bit. Rodri's not going to score. I know he scored the Champions League winner in some big games, but like, I mean, you can't count on Rodri to score 15 goals for you. I mean, he'll pop up with a goal every now and then. But you know, if if um if he's not scoring, you know, is Alvarez going to score? Some of these other guys going to score? I, I just look. I, I mean, they're, they're, they'll. I don't think anybody's within 10 points of them this year again. I still think they need a playmaker uh, with De Bruyne out injured. Like, I, hey, I, still that, I, I still think that may catch up to them if they're not able to add another guy who could add some of that creativity and, and add that playmaker. Like you're not you're not going to replace De Bruyne, you know, straight up because he's just so talented. Um, I thought Phil Foden, who actually did, did start the other day, but I thought uh, he did well in their in their last game. Uh, against uh, against Newcastle, didn't even he didn't come off the bench until it was one one today. Um, but I, I do worry uh, about them. If there was any one worry, it's that they, they still need a playmaker to to replace uh, place De Bruyne in there. Um, now we move to Arsenal against Fulham. Uh, that one finished two two, and you got to say, Sean, a, a missed opportunity here for the Gunners at at, at home. Uh, they gifted Fulham a, a goal in the first minute. Andres Pereira after a bad back pass by Saka. Uh, it stayed 1-0 Fulham until Saka redeemed himself from, from the spot, a 70th-minute goal, and Ketia two minutes later gives Arsenal the lead. Uh, then Fulham gets a man sent off in the 83rd minute, and you're thinking, okay, Arsenal's going on to the three points. But Jao Polino scores from a corner, and Fulham leaves the Emirates uh, with a point. Fulham never beats Arsenal. They haven't beat Arsenal in 12 years, but um, it's a it, great result. I mean, from Fulham, uh, Fulham perspective, you sign up for, for 2-2, on the road at Arsenal, but Sean, this has got to be a missed opportunity for the guys. I feel like I said this game could be two-two on on uh, <laughs> Friday. I feel like I said this is going to be one of these games where it could be tight at the end. It could be two-two. I, I I have to go back and look at that. Um, you know, I, I thought the I I mean Fulham played great. I mean the first goal. I, I don't know what the hell Saka's doing. I, I, uh, Ramsdale. I mean, I it's like. I wonder, if his day, I wonder if his days are numbered as the starter. Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm listening to the guy, and he's like, oh, he's – the, the commentator is like, he scuffed that. He was trying to to chip the chip kicker. It. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? He was trying he, – he did exactly what he tried to do. He, he curled it inside the near post. Like, 
I'm like, what? Like, I couldn't believe you saying that. Um, when they when they went down to ten, I was a little bit worried. Uh, you know, obviously I thought maybe it would get to three one, but a uh, great goal, Polina's good goal there. I I, thought, I think that's you know the same kind of result for Fulham down a man that you know is is one of these things that they could give you a boost. Um, I, I forget who who does Fulham play next week. One hundred percent, city. <laughs> they get city next week. So, so they got uh, at city. You know, you're not getting probably much from right. that. Look, you got you already got two points at from Arsenal. Um, so that's you know that's pretty good. And then you you know you come back and you got Luton at home, um, and you got Crystal Palace. You know, you you don't have to even leave London for a little while. Uh, and then uh, and then Chelsea. So, uh. I, I, I just I think it's a great result. I, I I think that's that's the kind of game right there. And last year it happened in in April, um, and May. But that's the kind of game right there that's mm-hmm. going to cause Arsenal down the line. They're yeah, not title. Right. They're just they're not. I don't. To be honest with you, I looked at their. I don't love their squad. Like I don't think their squad is that good. I I I, I they have some good players, but. You know, Partey's playing left, right back. He's not a right back, right? They 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 got some guys, and I'm like, I I'm just not sure how good they are. They've I, got I, the I, uh, they've got the Kai Havertz conundrum too, where oh. he looks good in a uniform, he gets in some good positions, and he routinely fails to put the ball in the net. So I don't think. I mean, they they want him to be a nine. He's not a nine, like. They have all these guys like they're like Jesus. I don't think Jesus is a nine. I don't think Havertz is a nine. I like they just keep trying. And look, this is all over the world. I mean, players, people are these teams are trying to play with nines, and like there's not that many of them right now. But like, it's just I know they're looking at Evan Ferguson, which is pretty smart. I mean, hopefully Manchester United gobbles him up, but um, they they're just I'm not I, I'm not sure. How well they're going to do this year? I, I think with the Champions League and some of these other things that are uh, that are going on, I, I think maybe they they're going to struggle. This is a game they'll look back on, and if they don't, don't win the title and however many points they finish behind uh, City, they're going to look back on this as one of those ones where you go, "Dang, you know, we were we were up a man and a goal against Fulham with you know twenty two minutes left, and we didn't finish it." You know, and we and we ended up giving away two points. Heck, Fulham almost stole that game in stoppage time on a on the uh, on a breakaway yeah. there, and yep. you know, Ramsdale came up with a save on on Traore on on the breakaway. And it is it was funny, like Fulham scored in the first minute. And I kind of joked, "Uh oh, they've they've scored too soon," um, because you, you then you knew what was coming. You were going to be in for a long day of defending. Uh, you knew Arsenal was going to be on you. In fact, I thought this game was very similar to the way the United Nottingham Forest game pulled out, uh, played out. Uh, except yep. Fulham was able to, to get a point out of it. And, and again, when you defend that deep for that long, uh, when you you have a lapse in concentration or, or, or drop drop in focus, you know that's what happens. Like you make a silly tackle, right, where you give away a penalty, and now it's one one. And then, right, the second goal comes from after you're you're trying to go quick, except your center back is laying off the field with an injury, and your goalkeeper is trying to play quick. You turn it over, and now you're defending a man light in the back. Well, why would Arsenal play the ball out there for you? Like you put the ball in play while your guy was injured. So I have no problem with Arsenal 
carrying on with like that and and, and scoring the goal. But again, good good uh, good fight back from Fulham uh, to to get it to to two two and get a point out and get a point out of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I I know you're you're, you know, always getting to 20, 40 points or whatever. I, 40 I, points. I think. Yeah, I feel I, better I, about them this week than I did last week when they didn't play well against Brentford. Yeah, right. I, I think they're going to have some struggles until they find the, they spend some money here in the next week. I'm sure they're going to spend a little money here, bring some people in. So I, I think right. they'll be fine. Right, right. Would I love to see them push into the, the top half of the table and maybe challenge for a European spot? Yeah, I, I think I hope that's the goal eventually for the club. But I, But this year right now, it's just to stay up. Again, is to try and find that that forty points. Try and stay up. Try to get as comfortable as possible where where you're not in a in a relegation scrap at the the end of the year. All right, moving on to maybe the one of the, the more uh, exciting games of the weekend. But Liverpool two, Newcastle United one. Uh, Newcastle takes the lead for Anthony Gordon in the twenty fifth minute. It's the best I've seen him play in a Newcastle shirt since he made the move from from Everton. Uh, then. Virgil van Dyke gets sent off with the red card. So Newcastle's up a goal, up a man. This is the 28th minute, and Newcastle does not win the game. Why? Because Darwin Nunez in the 81st minute equalizes, and then he steals it in the third minute of stoppage time with a brace, and Liverpool leaves St. James Park with three points. Sean, please describe this game for us. Uh... First of all, I'm going to say something that's like blasphemy to the viewer, to, to the listeners and the, the viewers for this thing. If you've been listening to box to box football for like the last decade, I, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm I, look, I'm not happy that Liverpool won the game, like by any stretch, but like, I'm just like, I, I just really don't like this Newcastle team. I don't, I don't like the way they attack the games i don't they're not real likable the owners they're getting now the owners you know there's manchester city and 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 uh newcastle are being investigated a little bit here because of uh you know some of the stuff that's going on with sponsorship deals i think the fans are a little bit like let's like let's tamper it down a little bit man you guys have had you know you were in the championship a couple years ago let's relax um they're they, you know they're they're starting to turn on anyhow because you know he makes the same substitutions all the time you're up one nothing and you go a man up and then you don't like try to like what are you doing like go for it Go get a second goal. You have to win that game. You have to no, win that game if you're you Newcastle. Even, there is no I mean, excuse to not win that game if you're Newcastle. And you and you're at you're at you know it's one nil. You, you know the subs. I, I thought were a little. You know they take Isak off and they bring Wilson on. Look, I I get it, but why don't you leave Isak and will why don't you leave Isak on with Wilson and try to get a second goal? You know, they take Anthony Gordon off at the same time for Harvey Barnes. They take Tonali off for Longstaff. He makes those three subs, and that changed the game because Nunez comes on five minutes later, and then two minutes later he's got a goal. I, I just, you know, I don't – like, he just makes these subs 
in these games, if you watch Newcastle, it's the same subs, all the like for like, all this stuff. Look, man, you're up one nothing. Go for it. Like, go get a second goal. Now, you know, Liverpool scores the goal. And, you know, it's a very nice goal, by the way. You know, inside the – inside the that that's a ball last year in the first two weeks that Nunez drags wide 100 times out of 100. And it, it hit the post and went in, just inside the post and went in the side knitting. And you're just like – so it's 1-1. All right. I, at worst, at you worst, cannot, you cannot lose the game. You cannot lose the game. You're you're a man up. You cannot lose the game. And what happens? They give the ball away. And in the 93rd minute, the third minute of extra time, they get a goal. Nunez almost carbon copy of the first goal came, and it came from nothing. It came from a mistake. And you know this, I, Bruno Guimaraes. I, I, I'm hearing he's the second coming of of Maldini and uh, you know the, the Pirlo and all these other guys wrapped into one. Um, I know Maldini is a center back, by the way. I meant to say Pirlo, um, but uh, you know, I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I, I once again, like I, I would never ever ever root. You know, I thought Trent should have been sent off in the first six minutes. Uh, but you know, he, he doesn't, and then he gives up the terrible mistake for the goal. So everyone was like, maybe it's better he stayed on 100%. It's a red card on, on Van Dyke. People are saying it's not. Uh, I, I don't understand that. Like, it's, it's, it's not a goal scoring, but you cannot lose the game. You can't lose the game if you're Newcastle, and they did. You know, it two things. One, I, I remember I said on the pre our preview episode that Liverpool needed a big year from Nunez, and he showed oh. up in this game. Came off the bench, scored two class goals. And the other thing that's funny is on that Van Dyke, yeah, it's a red card. I almost would have rather had him commit that foul in the box and get a yellow card. And if Newcastle gets a penalty, if they score it, fine. But now I'm still 11 v. 11 the rest of the game, down a goal, instead of 10 v. 11. Now, at the end of the day, it ends up working out because you won the game if you're Liverpool. But if that happens uh, again – Right, the chances are you're not going to win next time if it's against a, a, an opponent with the quality that a Newcastle has, or if it's an opponent like a, a Manchester City or a United or an Arsenal or even a Brighton. Right, you're not going to win that game. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it is one of those ones that again you look back on in your Liverpool. We talked about you know getting momentum uh, if you're Manchester United from that kind of result where you come from behind. Man, same thing here for Liverpool. Down a man, uh, you look dead in the water. Two goals in the last ten minutes from a guy who really needs to get you goals this year, this can get Liverpool going as well. Not, not how you would have drawn it up, but man, this is, that's, that's one of those euphoric wins that, that everybody, you know, has a high on uh, until next week. The other thing too, is now, you know, he misses three games here. Um, and, you know, people will say, Oh, you know, they play, uh, you know, Villa next week at home. I, that's a tough game. Villa's Villa's a good team. They play Wolves on the road. Uh, you know, they should beat Wolves, and then they play West Ham at home. Well, look, I mean, yeah, but, you know, you don't have Van Dyke in those three games. Our defense is shaky to begin with, so, you know, I, I don't know. Do they win those? They could win all three of those games, but, you know, West Ham's playing well, and those are the type of games that maybe, because Van Dyke's winning, maybe they drop some points or something like this. So, you know, I I, I don't know. You just – I think you just got to be smarter sometimes. 
um, when when you're when you're when you're playing at this stuff. I mean, or not make that challenge at all. The red card in that game and the red card in the Nottingham Forest game are both preventable. You know, it's they're out of position. They they got beat. You know, and they try to. You know, they're not at the same pace they used to be. They try to think they can, and they can't do that. And it's just, you know, I think they're both preventable. But you know, it's it it is what it is. But look, it's a huge win for Liverpool. Um, and and you know, once again, I, you know, is Newcastle. You know, I, I just don't. I'm not sure how deep they are. I know, like, you know, they have some, they have, I think they're about 15 players deep. Now, they did bring some decent guys off the bench. But, like, you know, when they start playing these Champions League games, you know, I, I just don't know. I, you know, I, I'll be interested to see if they sign some players in the next couple weeks or the next week because uh, I, I'm just, once again, I, I'm not super high on them. I, I, I think they're going to come back down to earth a little bit. I, I think that's the kind of game. You know they 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 dropped a lot of points like that last year. And they last year was a lot of draws, but they dropped a lot of points from positions where I thought they should have win. You know, won the game. So, uh, especially at home, I, I I just don't think you can lose that game at home. I think they're in a group of teams. I'd say like I put Newcastle, Aston Villa, Brighton, West Ham. I probably put Spurs uh, in that mix. Like I think that group of five teams are all maybe a level below the top, you know, the top guys who, if you want to say, if you want to say city Arsenal, United are the top three teams. I, I think we all thought that coming into the year, uh, Liverpool maybe in there as well, but I think those five teams are all kind of in the same boat as they can beat anybody on any given day, but they can yeah. also give you this kind of result here that, you know, and I think you saw it too, Brighton at home against West Ham um, where they can also lose, a game like that on, on any given day. But there's, there's certainly – Newcastle, I think, is still certainly a dangerous team going forward. Um, there's one other uh, game I do want to feature here, Sean, uh, and that is Wolves 1, Everton nil at the bottom of the table. Sasa Kaladzic in the 87th minute winner for Wolves. Uh, Everton outshot them 15-11, to 11, but the Toffees still no goals through three games, no points through three games, and they look like they're in big trouble. This was – you know, people ask me uh, for my opinion on games, you know, for, you know, if they want to put wagers, whatever. And I, I, I said, you know, I looked at it and I was like, you know what? Wolves was my favorite game. Wolves was my favorite pick of the weekend. And they're like, Wolves. Like, look, I'm telling you, this, I, wa- you know, I watched them play United. I thought they were, you know, last week they were terrible. I watched them play United. I was like, man, this team is not that, they're not that bad. Um, they have some players, um, Everton, all kinds of pressure. They had all these injuries, you know, they had all the, 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 the three guys out. And I, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, you know what? Wolves are going to, wolves, wolves are going to get a result in this game. I didn't know if they were going to win. The second thing is that save that Jose saw made was, might've been the greatest. I, I was watching it live and I, I, I was just like, I couldn't understand what ha- it happened so quickly. And you're like, like what happened and then you saw it on replay and you're just like how the hell did he keep that i i can't imagine it's not a diving like one of these things where he goes up to well he the ball was in the net 
he was wrong footed and he reached his hand up and and I was just, it was unbelievable. I mean, that kind of safe. And then it just kind of galvanized them. And that the big guy to get the goal, um, I, I, you know, look, it's a huge result early in the season. Wolves and Everton are a hundred percent going to be fighting down at that bottom for, for, um, uh, you know, one of those relegation spots. And I, to me, when you look at the two rosters, uh, Wolves is a better team. I think they have better players. You know, they're going to, you know, it looks like Matthias Nunez is going to go to City. You know, maybe they reinvest some of that money. Maybe they don't. I don't know. The owners, you know, create a little bit weird about that. But I just, you know, Everton, like, are they going to spend any money? Who, 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 if you were a player, once is, the, I, I don't, Sean I Dyke, don't, is Sean Dyke in trouble? Like, is Sean Dyke in trouble? <sighs> I mean, who's going to want to manage that team? Who wants what? If you're a player, do you want to go to that team? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't if I had another choice. I mean, sometimes you don't have another choice, but like, um, you know, maybe like it's like it's a Premier League job, but for how much longer? And I, I just, and if they ever go down, they're in trouble. They're not coming right back up. There's no way their squad is going to get gutted. They're in so much. They're in so much problems with with, with with money and unless they get the new owners come in but um i mean when you look at their 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 squad stinks i mean it just it's like who is going to score a goal for them uh i you know who's their actually the young is starting for them like that's a disaster that guy james garner i mean i i just i don't know i mean i I'm hoping you know Manchester United maybe could go in there and get that Onana kid, but you know Calvert Lewin's out, McNeil was out, Awobi's out. You know, there's Damari Gray is leaving. I mean, he's going to to Saudi, I think. Right now, you know, for this next week, their strikers are Neil Mopay, Thomas Cannon, Lewis Dobbin, Arno Danjuma, and Yusuf Chermidi. I, I mean, look, I mean that, that's. That's you. You put that up against any of these other teams, it's terrible. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I think they're in a lot of trouble. All right, I just want to run down the the rest of the results for the weekend, uh, starting with the the game on on Friday. Chelsea three, Luton Town nil. Luton Luton looks like it's already headed for the drop here. Uh, Tottenham two, Bournemouth nil. Ange Ball. Two wins out of out of three and a draw. Spurs uh, looking really good, scoring goals even without Harry Kane. Uh, Crystal Palace won. Brentford won. Brentford took the lead in that game. Palace came back and equalized to get a point. Uh, West Ham three. Brighton one. Are we are we slowing the hype on the Brighton train uh, as they, they stepped up in competition and, and lost at home to West Ham and Aston Villa with a nice little uh, bounce back after that uh, opening day disaster at Newcastle. Three one win over Burnley. Uh, Sean, your thoughts on any of those games? Yeah, uh, the first West Ham, uh, you know, they got out. Possession was 78-22 to Brighton. But, uh, you know, Moyes said after the after the game, you know, uh, it's about, about that. He said, we'll take the three points. I don't care about the possession. Uh, I think at one point they had two goals on two shots. Um, you know, 943 touches. The four Boy, that's Moyes ball. Yeah, look, I you know I, I've been pretty impressed with them. Uh, you know the way they've played, and the other you know the the other game was uh, the Villa. You know I I, I thought uh, um, you know Villa 
Sorry. You know, they, they got the four nil win last week, which I thought was, you know, pretty, pretty good over, over a bad team there. And, uh, you know, they went, Matty cash had the two early goals. Um, and you know, Burnley got right, got, got into it right after halftime. And you're just like, Oh, maybe they're going to come back. But you know, the Villa was just too good. This Villa team's really good. Um, once again, I mean, they, they cruised, they, they played, you know, midweek and they, you know, five nil, and that they're, they're going to be, I'd be stunned if they don't win the conference league or, you know, at least get to the semis or finals. I mean, they're, they're going to go really deep in that. I think they're going to really take that seriously as well. Like West Ham did because it's a path into the Europa league and it's a trophy. Um, and they have, and they have, you Embry, who's a, who's a second tier uh, European specialist, <laughs> Europa league, yeah. Europa conference league. Yeah. They also have a deeper squad than some of the, you know, some of these teams, when you talk about, you know, um, you know, can they can compete on, 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 um, you know, these multiple tournaments, but I, I think they have a deeper squad. You know, they have some pretty decent defenders. You know, I like, you know, Matty Cash, uh, you know, Kansa, Dina, you know, Pal Torres plays for them. Obviously, Tyrone Mings is out for a while. They have a pretty good midfield, even with some of the injuries. They're going to sell, maybe sell Coutinho for some money. So maybe they're going to get another attacker in here at some point. You know, Zanolo came on. I thought he looked pretty good. I think they're a little light at forward. I'm not, I haven't been, I thought Ali Watkins was, you know, a pretty decent player. Um, but I've started, you know, he hasn't. I mean, he should have had three goals yesterday, and he didn't. You know, Matty Cash, the right back, is scoring. So, I think they're a little light uh, forward. The Abbey's a pretty good player, though. So, they're 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 a pretty good team. Uh, you know, they'll be fighting there in the top top eight. But you know, that's the thing when you see these you know fixtures coming up uh, next week. I mean, there's just not really much of a break. For for you know Luton Luton's got West Ham and 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 you know Sheffield United Everton which is another six pointer for Everton early, I mean yeah. there's some pretty you know Brighton and Newcastle, Liverpool Villa at Arsenal Manchester United you know I I think there's some pretty decent games early in the season I think Crystal Palace Wolves could be a pretty good game so um, always always interesting to see early in the season. Uh, let's quickly go around the world. Uh, Christian Pulisic scored again for AC Milan, two goals from two. Uh, he, he's being used correctly. His coach has faith in him. I, I know it's kind of been a running joke on our on our our podcast here, but I but I really do think uh, one that AC Milan team is really good in in Italy. Uh, they've put together a a squad that uh, looks like it, it's 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 meshed really well. The players complement each other with with Giroud as sort of the the point. It's it's funny that they're going to doing it with a bunch of Chelsea. Castoffs, who who Chelsea could never quite figure out how to put them in the right place and, and let them cook, and now all these guys kind of have a have a second lease on life, and they all look happy and uh, and, and together and and gelling. Um, so so that was um, you know that that was my takeaway from from the other European league. Sean, you have anything from uh, around the world that, that you want to add here before we wrap this up? Um, you know, I just uh, I watched, I saw Barcelona one four three. Uh, crazy game. I think there were six goals in the first half, and then Lewandowski scored in the 72nd minute. But I actually sat down. I, it's just crazy on the weekend here. It's been a crazy week. I sat down and watched uh, Real Betis play at Athletic Bilbao. 
And the same thing. It was like 2-0 after like four minutes or five minutes. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And Bilbao then got two penalties in the span of about three minutes before halftime and actually took the lead 3-2 before halftime. They converted both penalties. I thought it was tight. The penalty, the first penalty was interesting because I thought the guy was off sides, but maybe I guess that new rule where he was just on um, and they allowed the penalty. The second one was a little soft, but the first second one was a penalty. The first one I thought was a little soft, but the second one was hundred percent of the penalty. Um, you know, they, they three, two, and then they ended up scoring late. So, you know, I, I try to watch some of those three thirty games on, on Sundays, just to, you know, just, just to get a game in and they've actually been pretty entertaining. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're a big Premier League person or, you know, just kind of only watching MLS or whatever, you know, tune into ESPN Plus or tune into one of these leagues, you know, the Dutch League or the Portuguese League and, you know, check out some of the games because they're pretty entertaining. Yep. Uh, Messi FC wins again. He scored a he scored a, a great goal against uh, New York Red Bulls the other night. He made a, made an incredible pass. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure you've seen it by now, but uh, he made an incredible pass and then he got it back for – for a goal. Um, just uh, the guy, the guy is incredible. Do you think they make the playoffs? Oh, that's going to be tough because they've still got a, they're still 11 points off a playoff spot and they've got to jump five teams. teams and I think he's going to, and I think he's going to miss some games on international duty because okay. MLS will play sometimes plays through yeah. the international break. They have so, three games in hand on some of these teams. So that's, that's the other thing that could, it's interesting that they it's have gonna, so many. It's going to be tough. Like they they could get a they like they could get a double though because they're in the U.S. Open Cup final and that game is going to be at home against Houston and they're going to be favored in that game. Like like I think they're going to get two trophies this year, but actually making the playoffs because they're just so far back is is and they'll be in the Champions League. They'll be in the Concacaf Champions League now because yes, they won they're in the Concacaf Champions League. Yep. So yeah, I mean that's what's yes. bigger, and you yep. know they'll be in Copa Libertadores maybe and stuff like that. So uh, you know I, you know I, I look if they get in the playoffs, they're winning. I don't care. I mean no one's beating them. I don't think unless you know a couple people get injured. But you know that squad is pretty, is pretty good. But uh, we'll see if they get in. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us on a on another episode of Box to Box Football. Again, remember follow us on Twixter. I'm calling it Twix. I'm still good. I'm just going to call it Twixter. Uh, Instagram, we're there. Spotify, wherever you get your your podcast. Uh, check us out. Uh, uh, you know, it's just a, a heck of a, a match day three in the Premier League. Um, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you again soon.